Welcome back to Own Goal Podcast. This is episode 20. The date of recording is October 25th, 2018. Honestly, I'm kind of surprised we made it to uh, 20 episodes. Yeah, that's fascinating. And like, our yes, our viewership took a little bit of a dip post-World Cup. but We, 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 we always expected but that. But we always expected that. And we've kind of had a resurgence since then, too. Also, that's 100% a fucking slide tackle. We're yeah, wa- sorry. We're uh, we're actually live in uh, your local third world country, aka Austin, Texas. Both your hosts are together. We're watching our football, our other football teams play against each other, the Dolphins and the Texans. And there was one hundred percent a slide tackle, which is it was fantastic form. Um, but yeah, we are in a quasi third world country, seeing as I've had to boil all of my drinking water. And cooking water, so this is a fascinating time to live in. I only drink bottled water anyway, so well, this doesn't change nothing. This changes nothing for me. Sorry, our pod wad isn't up to your <laughs> your stature, Donald. Uh, we got got a couple things to talk about. We're gonna recap a couple of those you know marquee matchups that we had had uh, previewed last week. Most of my predictions, or maybe all of my predictions, were wrong. And then we're gonna go over some big Champions League games and storylines. As always, there will be plenty of hot dudes. Uh, we will try to tone down the talks of selling virginity. And, but of, and, note, and, and of young boys. <laughs> uh, no, we won't promise that second one. <laughs> on the note of the virginity, though, 100% of our listeners who contacted me said that they had heard of buying or selling virginity. How many? 100%. Yeah, what's the number? One. One. One but Nobody listener. contacted us saying they'd never heard of it. I talked to non-listeners of the pod, and I was told, what the hell, that's a thing? Isn't that prostitution? Who the uh, fuck cares what those peasants say? They don't even listen to the pod. Emma, Donnie just called you a peasant. Sorry, Emma. And I'm gonna I'm gonna tell her to listen to this podcast episode, <laughs> or at least the first five minutes. But first, to the byline. It's in. It's an odd goal. It's a gift. Well, he's almost done well to get that in because he's ahead of the near post. He's almost behind him. Sticks his left leg out. It almost hits his heel and goes straight into the bottom of the corner, bottom corner of the net. So a huge announcement coming out of the podcast. I would officially like to announce my candidacy for U.S. Soccer Vice President. I would officially like to announce my my letter of uh, of endorsement for your candidacy once once we figure out who we make these announcements to i will be sending them a letter yes so uh basically to be to start running for u.s soccer vice president by december 18th all i need is three letters of support which one is coming from eric so if two listeners would like to write me a letter of support that would also be great and i just need to sign a confidentiality agreement and so uh i'm actually gonna do this yeah i'm actually gonna run for u.s soccer vice president my platform is MLS is not any of our business. I'm only going to worry about our national team and building our national team through whatever means may be best. And MLS doesn't have to necessarily be a part of that. So I have a really important question. Yes. Um, will, as as hypothetical, you win vice president of U.S. soccer. I think we can all say it's a lock at this point. Lo- yeah, it's a guarantee, especially with my endorsement. Are you kidding me? Oh, uh, yeah. Um, it's like when Obama uh, endorsed Hillary. We all knew that was going to be a lock. <laughs> um, side note. Early voting is open in Texas and in a lot of lot of states across the country. If you're registered to vote, go vote. And if you're not registered to vote, then what the fuck are you doing listening to Actually, it? no. If you don't vote for the person I want you to vote for, don't vote. If you vote so, for the person I want, demo- do vote. Democracy works best when everybody participates, even those that have different opinions. So even if you're going to vote against my, my wishes, I still encourage you to go vote. 
And what we're talking about is please vote for me as a U.S. soccer vice president. Because <laughs> this is obviously going to be a vote open to the public. It should be. Um, but I was wondering, I actually, it shouldn't be. I was wondering, are you going to utilize your station to um, sanction any sports studies, any sports science studies? Actually, I am. Specifically, I want to make, I want to uh, study two things. One, what the correlation between attractiveness is and being good at soccer. And two, what is the effect of sex at various stages, like before a game, at halftime, the night before a game? How can sex in the 90th minute most benefit a player in the 90th minute? So, yeah, just wanted to get that announcement out there. Uh, in other news, we have Neymar, who is trying to get maybe stay relevant, maybe get his son to be his friend again. I think, yes, yeah, so, uh, Don is referring to the uh, new tattoos on his back that Neymar got, one of Spider-Man and one of uh, Batman. Which happened to be two, maybe my two favorite superheroes. Uh, but fuck Neymar. I think he's just trying to impress his kid. If he really wanted to impress his kid, though, I think he should have gotten the tattoo of Mbappe. Oh! Dude, that is tough to have a tattoo of another man on you. That is... Oh, shit. Um, so, I saw an Instagram post the other day. Things you can say during soccer or about soccer that are also applicable during sex or about sex... And I thought we'd uh, read off one of the comments for you. Some of the comments. Eric, you want to get us started? <laughs> what a screamer. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, it's the first big blow of the season. <laughs> I'm glad I'm reading this one and not the next <laughs> one. How has he fit that ball through such a tight pass? <laughs> uh, this one, I think Eric posted, the under-13s are really impressive. <laughs> Uh, and then what the hell is John Terry doing here? It's Which, important to note that we did not put that one out there. We right? didn't put any of these out yeah, there. Yeah, that's true. Except for Eric, who definitely except, maybe except, did the under thirteenth <laughs> one. I have. It, it was one of my one of my burner accounts. <laughs> do, do you have those? <laughs> I use the podcast account as my burner. My, account. My, I, I definitely noticed that you definitely do. But I also like how I, I mean, you, you. you do it respectfully. But you but you definitely do. Yeah, my burner account is uh uh. John Terry fucked my wife. <laughs> Fuck, I... Um, speaking of... None of that. Uh, Danny Elvis... This is what we call a non-sequitur. Yeah, uh, apparently Danny Elvis and Gigi Buffon showered together. Because apparently Alves was telling the stories how, quote, while I was in the shower, I looked over at Gigi and said, Gigi, I'm so jealous that you won a World Cup. I'd have given all my Champions Leagues... For a World Cup. Which makes me think, like, not only are they showering together, like, you know, post-game, post-practice, they're, they're rinsing off. They're, like, looking at each other and talking to each other. Who do you think has a bigger dong, so to speak? I don't know. I feel like Gigi's got, like, old man penis now. Or the balls are just yeah, kind of, like, the, the balls have the, outsagged the, the, yeah, the shaft. Yeah, Like, there's <laughs> no way he's fitting a ball through such a tight... Uh, I feel like Danny Alves has, like, a pretty sizable penis. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd agree with that. Plus, like, as a goalie, you really don't want a big penis holding you, weighing you down from, like, jumping up to the Although, sides. although, it could help, it could help him get to, get lower faster. Oh, yeah. like, it drags him down? Oh. Yeah, yeah, it's like an anchor. So, it's like, it helps with the low shots in the corners, but it hurts you with oh, the upper 90s. So, yeah. it's like, yeah, and all right. Gigi's not, not, um, you know, he's, he's, he's less good at the upper 90s. He's, it, so Courtois has a small penis because he's he's good at the aerial saves. He struggles with the ball with the, with the ground balls. 
Therefore, he doesn't have as much weight bringing him down. I'm pretty sure I've seen De Gea actually save it with his penis yeah, before. Yes. That's another reason why having a good penis can be helpful, because you, you can literally <laughs> cover more ground. Uh, so, yeah. So this basically brings the question. I really thought, like, in the professional sports world, you at least had, like, some, like, stalls that went, like, neck height, so you got a little private. Maybe that's what they're doing, because, like, like, but... I don't know, like, maybe, but I, I really have a feeling they're just, like, literally facing each other wing to wing. Yeah. It's a little everybody wing chung tonight. Man. Also, I'm so stay, happy I'm not a professional athlete. Stay, stay tuned for the credits if you want to listen to the wing, to the to the song Wang Chung. Um, we have a very bad look for Man U. Potentially so, bad. Look. Yeah. So if you haven't heard of, if you have been basically living under a rock, the Saudi prince who's basically running has been running Saudi Arabia for the king for the last year, Mohammed bin Salman, aka MBS. He basically just acts that journo. In uh, Turkey. Yeah, it's a uh, uh, Saudi Arabian citizen who has been an American resident working for the Washington Post. But not an American citizen. That's an important I said an American resident working, I I, working for the, the Washington Post. Just... And he was like, not confirmed, but definitely confirmed, kidnapped, tortured, and killed by Saudi Arabian goons. Goons. And that they were most likely not just goons, but actually government operatives working on Mohammed bin Salman's uh, orders. You wonder how this dark, twisting international story relates to soccer? Well, I'll tell you. Of course, now Mohammed bin Salman is uh, interested in buying Manchester United. And he's apparently floated the, the idea around with the Glazers of a four billion uh, pound offer. Yeah, that's a lot of money to buy. To, to, to I mean... You th- I don't think the Glazers are going to bite. The Glazers are not going to bite. Yeah. He's going to have to raise a bit. But I also, you know, I really don't want to be owned by this guy because, like, if, like what's he going to do to our players if they play badly? But I will say this. Josie Mourinho and MBS are a match made in heaven because they both hate the press a lot. <laughs> oh so I can't believe I'm not considering editing that out. But now let's leave this dark yeah, world and, of actual and, news. And, and before before we do leave, we would just like to make a note that we are very anti-murder, uh, very anti-science in the press. Uh, I don't think the guy who edits my statements out of this podcast periodically can... You are not the me. press! You cannot <laughs> claim... We're show journalists! Me, show me your credentials! <laughs> I'm sending you my CV now. Um, yes, so moving on from, from this, you know, we, we are very anti-murder and anti-silence in the press, and we're also very anti-authoritarian, um, like, regimes. Unless, unless you're part of an authoritarian regime and you'd like to make me rich, yeah. in which case, I could. there's probably an amount that I could be bought for. Donnie's, like, really looking to get in with the Russia crowd. Uh, God damn it. So, King and Drake just scored, and I'm very glad that I started him in fantasy football this week. Uh, moving on now, it's time for Hot Guy of the Week. Yes. we need. I think we need to come up with a jingle for Hot Guy of the Week. We'll, we'll Something like... That has to be top five worst noise I've ever heard yeah, in my life. Yeah, we're workshopping it, so stay tuned. Hot Guy of the Week, It's. it's I think it's my turn to go first. And my Hot Guy of the Week is going to be by no means a surprise to anybody who follows uh, soccer you know, in the slightest... He's been a mainstay at Real Madrid for almost a decade. Better part of a decade. Uh, he's inarguably been one of the best attacking players this generation, I think. And he, this week, has sealed himself as the best offensive weapon Real Madrid has. 
I'm talking, of course, about Marcelo. Fucking Marcelo. Marcelo, who? You look at a picture of this guy, and his smile is just infectious. He's got the awesome hairdo going. and The Corbin blue hair. The Corbin blue hair. That's the only way I know how to call it. <laughs> and he also just has, like, he's got, like, high cheekbones, just, just a very aesthetic look. He um, used to be a little, like, he used to kind of have a little belly, like, a little, like, a, like, you know, a belly that, like, you know he was a professional you, soccer you know player, party. but he drank a lot you know of party. beer on the beach. You know he But, party. like, he's gotten, like, when Ronaldo came, Ronaldo came to Real, he started getting cut. He joined the six-pack squad when Ronaldo came to, to Real. Otherwise, I don't think Ronaldo would have hung out with him. Yeah. I've I, never seen a fat person in a single Ronaldo Instagram, except when his wife, or his girlfriend was pregnant. But also, I've never seen Marcelo look unhappy. Like, he's always, he's just True. always finally joined life, and, and that in itself is an attractive quality, I think. Yeah. Also, uh... Real Madrid, we'll talk about this a little bit, they did lose in La Liga, but they finally scored a goal, and it was by Marcelo, their left back, and then in the Champions League, Marcelo had their game-winning goal as well. So, I, I think Tony Cruz is the best player at Real Madrid, but Marcelo is their best attacking option, and they play him at left back, because he's right. back. So, my, I'm picking another obscure hot guy of the week. I'm going with Jonas Hoffman, who is a winger for Borussia Mönchengladbach. Uh, he scored a hat-trick for them over the weekend. Ooh. They're sitting second in the Bundesliga right now, just a point behind... Uh, Dortmund. Dortmund. And this guy, let me tell you, he's got that nice chiseled jawline, those steely blue eyes, just a great smile. I mean, just what a beauty. That is an aesthetic dude. He's just a good-looking Good, good hairline. Yeah. So uh, I will tweet a picture of him tonight with the hashtag Hawkeye of the Week. And uh, yeah, check out this Hawkeye. Are you tweeting that from your account or the uncle? I've been tweeting, tweeting him from my account. Okay. But we discussed this last time, and you said it should go from my account. Yeah, then I'll, I should tweet Marcelo from my account. I agree. And then the pod account will like them both. There we go. And we'll have one like each. And then I'll also get on my burner account. <laughs> oh, yeah. John Terry banked my wife. At JT banked my wife. Uh, aptitude test? Aptitude test. If you guys remember, this was our, our new segment last week. We got pretty good uh, reviews on it. We enjoyed doing it. We're going to come up with a player that we're each going to suggest, and the other person has to, to decide on the spot what would their profession or what would their life be if they were not a soccer player. Sounds good. You ready? I am ready. Wayne Rooney. S- overweight security guard for um, like Everton's uh, stadium. <laughs> That's very accurate. Like, speaking like, of, uh, gets hammered at 10 a.m. He's already red in the face before, you know, hours before kickoff, and you do not fuck with this guy. Uh, speaking of Rooney, he shows up to MLS, DC United, last place, and uh, after 18 games, he scores 12 goals, nine assists, and has them in the already locked for the playoffs. It's pretty, pretty impressive. There's a there's a debate over who's been the better player this season in MLS, Zlatan or Wayne, and I I gotta go Wayne. Speaking of Zlatan, you know he's up for, like, MVP of MLS, Comeback Player of the Year, and, like, Best Foreigner? There's some third one. And a potential um, MLS offseason transfer, or not transfer, uh, loan to Milan. Saw that. Yeah. And a potential loan to Real. (laughs) Because they need goals. Uh, So, just great, yeah, great season for Wayne. Uh, Good, good choice. I, I really like that one. Uh, so I'm gonna go out. I'm actually going outside of a player. I'm, I'm going manager this weekend. Uh-oh. And I want to know if he weren't a 22 year soccer manager, what would Arsene Wenger be? 
Oh, peeping tom, professional peeping tom. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? Look at just think about his face. Like think of him hiding in the bushes, just like zooming in, cranking one out on some chick changing in her hotel room. Would oh, he he's such do, a peeping tom. So professionally, like he's doing this to like sell to make a living. Yes. So my and question, for his own pleasure. My question is in this alternate reality. Are he and Kareem Benzema working together but taking slightly different angles or, or do they at least professionally know each other? I think they do. I think Kareem Benzema is really more of an investor kind of guy. So like he probably owns so like from, 20% so, of, the, of, of Ramos for, uh, Virgin <laughs> Brokerage Firm and like uh, like probably like another 10% so from, of from language the, business. From the money that uh, Benzema's made by being a successful porn you know, produce, you know, director, producer, he's investing in other creepy sex-related professions. Yes, yeah, and I mean, it really works out because, you know, him and uh, Ramos play together at Real, so that kind of... And then they, both, they have the French connection uh, with... Uh, Arson. Wenger. Yeah. yeah, so it all kind of checks out. All right. This has been your Hot Guy of the Week and Attitude Test. Once again, please tweet at Pod or email us ungolpod at gmail.com with any players that you... Or, or coaches, soccer personalities that you'd be curious about what their aptitude to test results show. Yeah, and don't submit Alexi Lawless because his aptitude test result would just be a blank piece of paper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, that, that that probably wouldn't even make the cutting floor. Um, and with that, I guess we'll start talking some soccer. Yeah, if we have to. Soccer is just, a, just an excuse to talk about hot guys. It's so true. I've, I've been saying that for a while now. Oh, go come on, baby. Come on, baby. Let's go. Uh, I'm sorry. The Texans did something decent. Donnie was looking up hot guys. <laughs> that too. Uh, Premier League. We'll just we'll just talk about it. It's better than Syria. Everyone who uh, <laughs> well, I've been saying that for years. <laughs> uh, okay, Tottenham won. Arsenal won ten or eleven straight. They are going on like terror, by the way. Yeah. Emery's really got them going on all cylinders. Liverpool won. City won five nil. Five different goal scores. That is impressive. I hate to admit it, but it is. We'll talk Man U-Chelsea. Um, I predicted Man U to lose this game. Eric predicted a win. We split the baby here with a 2-2 tie. It was, again, another example of Man U being dog shit in the first half. Pogba gets, uh, you know, basically picked on the screen on the uh, screen for the uh, corner on the set piece, which is totally fine. There's nothing. I'm not saying it was dirty. I'm just saying, like, come on, Pogba, you're fucking 6 fight, fight through it. Yeah. yeah. And then so Rudiger has a free header. That's a goal. Chelsea probably could have had a second one, but thank God we have David De Gea. And then, man, you come back in the second half, and it's just like, what the fuck is this team that's down, plays so well, they win, uh, or they don't win, they're winning the game 2-1, Martial just with, one, some Chelsea players lying on the floor, man, doesn't stop, which they don't have to do, the guy wasn't holding his head, there was no indication it was a head injury, Yeah. and they, they scored one, and then he had a, Rashford had a great cross, Martial with a great touch and a curler, and then fucking... Rockley Rob had to ruin it for everyone by scoring a 96-minute goal. 96-minute. Are you fucking kidding me? So, that was my first... The first thing I noticed from the, the game, like, when watching it, when it happened, I was like, whoa. I, I understand Sir Alex is gone, so, like, United doesn't get Fergie time anymore, but I didn't realize that... I guess they're making up for all the time in the past because they just gave Chelsea Fergie time. It wasn't Fergie time. Fergie time is good for Man U. I know, but they they did they basically did the inverse. Yeah, it was fucking bullshit. It's not okay. Uh, everyone made a big deal about Mourinho getting mad because uh, one of the Chelsea assistants like literally came two yeah. feet from his face and like 
pumped his fist. Like, yeah, I wouldn't respect Mourinho if he just sat there. Well, Chelsea also condemned the actions of that. Of I, that I don't even, I don't even condemning that guy's actions. Like, whatever, you yeah. want to be a dick, you can be a dick, but like. Don't expect, like, don't just hate Mourinho for hating him. Like, he fucking stood up. He was like, you want to fucking go? I respected him for that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, hey, you know, it was it was a really entertaining game, actually. Um, didn't have the end result you were hoping for. But Broccoli Rob's having a really good stretch, you know, last month or so. Yeah, that was Martial's uh, third goal in his last two games, too. Oh, wow. Look at that. But, um, and it was good to see a uh, good look, I think, from Rashford as more of a creator. You know, he made his name as, as a finisher, as a goal scorer, but showing that he can do a lot more than just that. That being said, Manu's not making the top four this season. It's, I, I it's, don't think so either. It's They're too far behind. Like, maybe if they won this game, I, w- I wouldn't have said that because it, it makes a difference, but no. What's your top four prediction? Uh, City, Chelsea, Liverpool, Arsenal. Arsenal, they're they're so hot right now, and they they are running so well. And Poach, man, I just I never know about Poach. Tottenham looks bad. Tottenham, they can't play defense. They'll score goals. Also, what the fuck is Loris doing? He's really shit in the bed. World Cup hangover. He really he really dropped the baby lately. I'm telling you, after the effects of that radioactive grasshopper he ate wore out. <laughs> He has just been. Well, because he was he was shitty leading up to the World Cup in the Premier League. Then, last he, then he ate the grasshopper. Then he was really really good. The then Jaime's, he was bad in the Jaime's final. Jaime's Rodriguez grasshopper. Yeah. Then he was really bad in the final. Uh, yeah. I actually I'm right there with you on your your top four predictions. I'm actually gonna flip Liverpool and Chelsea. So you got City, Liverpool, Chelsea. Yep. City, Liverpool. I'm I'm actually going right down the the current standings right now. City, Liverpool, Chelsea, Arsenal. Actually, no, I'm wrong. I'm going City, Liverpool, Arsenal, Chelsea. Oh wow! Yeah, they're not going to keep this 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 toward pace, but I also think Chelsea is going to drop a little bit as well, and I think Man U finishes one point two points away from from fourth. But no matter what, also between now and May, Mourinho is gone. Didn't last episode I I publicly endorsed Bournemouth. Yeah, they I think they lost last week. Oh wait, speaking of that, Watford have finally gotten free of the curse and won their first game because Since... I because I endorsed Bournemouth. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep, so it's good to see that the curse is alive and well and ruining all of our lives. You know, I do what I can. And with that, we will go to La Liga where we can enjoy the absolute misery and shit show, which I don't know why this is a surprise to anyone that is Real Madrid's offense right now. Yeah, I mean, they finally, I think, realized that Marcelo's their best player and just let him... I think Marcelo just realized that he needs to take over. Oh, yes. He looked good. Uh, Unfortunately... The offensive struggles, they only scored one goal against Levante. That's understandable. But letting up two goals to Levante was, I thought, actually shocking. Yeah, Courtois. Hmm. 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 Should they have signed Courtois? Do they have a better goalie in, in there? We've already talked about it. Courtois doesn't have a large enough penis to help him get lower down. Yeah. Faster. Also, a small penis guy is never good for the locker room. Because like when everyone else is just hanging out naked, just like everything hanging, like the small penis guy is like... Awkwardly in the corner. I'm not saying I'm speaking well, from I, personal experience, I just, but there, there's there's there is an exception. The small penis guy that owns it and it's like, yeah, I got a small penis. That's cool. You guys have, have big penises. You're awesome. But like, that's cool. But you know, Courtois is like a little prick about his small prick. <laughs> I like what you did there. There, you know, we should send him. There's a book <laughs> called the. Uh, don't ask me why I know this. This is so bad. But it's called the Small Penis Bible. It's like this whole book about this guy. It's like it's just funny talking about like living life with a small penis and like owning it. Like I, I know I say small, but this guy's talking like micro. 
And um, maybe I wish to send that to Courtois from the podcast. Yeah. I, 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 you know, we're just trying to help him out. Yeah. Making him a better teammate. As, as, we, so as we mentioned, Levante 2, Real Madrid 1, uh, Barcelona... A four-two win over against Sevilla. I really, I uh, literally said this was gonna happen. Yep. Did you call four-two? I don't know if I called the score, but I said Barcelona were gonna win by two. Yeah, I, I got this one wrong. Uh, Messi played thirty minutes and he had a really eventful thirty minutes. He had a goal, he had an assist, and he broke his arm. And when I say broke, I, I'm using that word very loosely. Like he has like a fracture. Yeah. Fortunately, Messi plays a sport where. 10 of, of 11 players don't need to worry about their, their arms and hands all that much. Okay. All that much. Obviously, it does come into play. I'm not an idiot, but all that much. See, I really think you should say 8 out of 11 because so much of the fullback's responsibility is the throw-ins. <laughs> the throw-ins. <laughs> so I actually think 8 out of 11 is a maybe okay. more accurate. Eight, 8 out of 11. Um, but he's only supposed to be out three weeks or so. But the Classico is coming up this weekend, and I just realized we forgot to, to preview the upcoming. In what we've reviewed so far. No. Oh, yeah. We definitely <laughs> completely forgot to preview upcoming games. Uh, oh, well. Yeah. Fuck it. Well, fuck it. We're just not doing it. But one upcoming game that I will mention, because we all know it's coming up, is El Clasico. I think this is the first time since 2007 that we're in no Ronaldo or Messi. Yeah. So, it's a brave new world. I can't wait for Marcelo to get the game winner. Yeah, I'm actually interested to see, like, Real and Barca play without Messi and Ronaldo. Because really... It's lately. It's not El Clasico. It's like El Messi Ronaldo. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Too many O's. Ren- El Ronaldo and Messi O. Gross. You'd rather Ronaldo O. There's a part of me that answers. All right. Yes. Atletico tied one one. Because whenever they have a chance to make ground on a La Liga rival, they tie one one. That's the problem when you're a defensive coach. When you do concede a goal, you're fucked. <laughs> yeah, you, you concede a goal and you're like, well, we're playing for the drop. <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh, well, let's see, I'm sending 1-1. Uh, but, spoiler alert, things are going to get a lot worse for Atletico uh, later on in the podcast. Yeah. So, yeah, La Liga, you know, it's still pretty close at the top. Real Madrid definitely not winning. No. They've lost too much ground. Also, Sevilla definitely not winning. Neither are Atletico because they're unable to make ground. <laughs> So, oh, what? Barcelona's winning La Liga again. Yay. It is known. Uh, Bundesliga. Yeah. The not-so-boring Liga. So, lately, if you guys have been paying attention to the storylines, listening to the pod, Bayern Munich have just been... I mean, let me tell you, the field at the Allianz Arena, very well fertilized. The groundsman hasn't had to do his job in quite a bit. There's been a lot of Dusseldorfing on that field. There's actually more shit on the field there than in the Austin water right now. (laughs) Oh my god, Brock Osweiler is so garbage. Did you just throw a pick? Yeah, and he just literally threw it. Honey Badger? Right, right to the defender. No, Hall. God. Guys, Brocktober is a nightmare. All right, so Bayern, um, and before, I think a couple of days leading up to the, to the game, the, uh, the owner of Bayern Munich was like talking about how. He was going on like a media the, rant. The, like media are so unfairly shitting on them and everything, and it's like you guys have been waiting years for us to be bad, and, and now now you're just being despicable. First of all, yes, we've all been waiting years for you to be bad. You're absolutely right. Second of all, we're being despicable for saying that you guys suck think, when you're sucking. I think he's saying that. I love how we are the media now. I, I, yeah, 
Uh, that was the first on-pod high-five, and I did not like it. It was the last one as well. <laughs> um, he was saying that, like, we're being unfair in, in trying to make Bayern seem like they've been playing worse than they have. And I understand, like, your Man U media bias claim. Like, there is evidence to support that. Thank you. Up until this last game, this last week, there's evidence that proves Bayern have been playing, like, poop. So bad. Just, like... They literally just shat on their hands and rubbed it on their faces. But they finally didn't because they beat Wolfsburg 3-1. They did, they did get a win. They, they got some goals. And, and yeah, so Byron, Byron had a good good week. But not as good as Dortmund, who shit-pumped shit Stuttgart 4-0. Stay on top of the table. Gotta love that. Our boy Christian Pulisic, I just want to see a Bundesliga medal around his neck. God, that'd be so sweet. Yeah. This year? I hope so. Before he moves to the Premier League. Yeah. And he'll be he'll, he'll ride the bench at Liverpool. That's so sad for so many reasons. But like, why's he got to break my heart? Because like Klopp's gonna get gonna get him. Just like why Liverpool get Shakiri just for him to play some games maybe. Yeah, just for him to come into the Carling Cup, Cabrera Cup, League Cup, whatever the fuck it's called now. Yeah. Remember the Panthers Cup? Ah, oh, god. Oh, Dusseldorf got Dusseldorf. By the way, seven one. Fuck fest. I mean, just a fuck fest. Yeah, it was... that, that, that's that's a literal, literal fuck fest. Because like fuck fest, I think is like five goals or more. Yeah. Ship pump is three or more. Four is just a higher end ship pump. Yeah, it's and just it's just like four, four, four is just like one extra pump. Yeah, just like an extra pump of the shit. Yeah. Ugh. God, all this shit talk. Drop some water. Did you? Are you sure you boiled this? Uh, it looks a little cloudy. <laughs> so moving on to Syria. Um, Wait. Moving on to Lee. Le- can, can I? I just I always like to do the transitions to Syria. Mm. Like like you take over because then I don't. Oh, know. but no, we're done with Syria. You can move on to League U. <laughs> moving on to Syria. The land of the raviolis. Um, so this was probably the I think, Man U, Chelsea, and Inter or Milan, Inter, the two highest profile matches of the weekend, undisputedly. And it, it, it was really exciting. There's, there seemed to be a lot more kind of fervor and excitement about the Milan derby this year than there has been in, in past seasons, which is really cool to see. Um, unfortunately, Inter as the home team. Took down AC Milan one nothing with a Mauro Icardi goal in the final minute of stoppage time. Couple really solid individual performances from from some of the Milan players. Uh, Alessio Romagnoli had an absolute masterclass. He played so well, and the whole time I was just thinking, God, I can't wait for him to play for Man U. <laughs> you fucking that happens, and I I'm literally leaving this podcast. That's that's such a little bitch thing to say. Like, there's nothing I can do about what, who Manu buys. Yes, but your comment right there. Oh, I'm so, what that Ramagnoli's so I good that I want wait, him. I can't wait for him to play you. Oh my god, be any more butthurt. Right I now, I if 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 you poach Ramagnoli, I will be way more butthurt. Although he just he just extended his contract and said he can't wait to to win titles with Milan. So I. I I feel pretty good, but also if it happens, um, this podcast is. I, I meant it in a complimentary way. He's a phenomenal. You had center a shit eating grin when you said it. That's just my face. We can see each other. You can't hide. I know, and I can't be naked when we take <laughs> either. I mean, nothing's stopping me there. Um, but my my big issue was for the majority of the game, Milan was just playing too defensive. They were sloppy in possession. They were only trying to hit on the counter. They weren't. We weren't pressing high. Um, it looked like, I don't, Gattuso categorically denies that the plan was to play for the draw. And I, I believe Gattuso would rather like slit his wrist 
then go out and try to draw. But it seemed like the players themselves were way too timid and just weren't letting the game flow. And Maybe just aggressive. didn't like rise to the occasion of the derby because yeah. the emotions are flying. Derby games are always just different. Yeah. There's something different. Also, when I've been texting you about it all game, but I kept saying, bring in Cutrone, bring in Cutrone. When they brought him in, I thought we looked a lot. That more, was the best offensive, a lot more aggressive, um, more fluid. I gotta say, man, I really this game should end zero zero. Donnarumma was in no man's land on that cross. Yeah, that was that was, bad. That, that was on him. I mean, I I usually don't like to blame it on the goalie, but like he stays on the line, he saves it. Uh, his last or, two seasons has been a just you know not as good as he was the first season, season and a half. I feel like his play does not justify uh, does not justify six million dollars a year. Cool. Six million dollars a year, you gotta either when you come out, you fucking get that ball, or you fucking hit the guy in the nuts at least. Yeah. Or he, you stay home and he was in no no man's land. Um, but credit to Acardi, always he's 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 always there when you know he's always in the right spot at least once or twice a game, and when he is, he makes a count. Yeah. Unfortunately, Iguain wasn't able to get enough service. No. Um. Oh, interesting. Juve no longer perfect. Yes, uh, Juve tied. Who they lose to? They tied. They didn't lose. Or who they tied to? Um, honestly, I don't recall. Okay, they tied someone in Serie A, one-one. Uh, Ronaldo did get a goal, but not quite enough to get the team the win. And so the only perfect team in Europe the fighting is fighting Mbappe's. Yes, uh, Pierre. Would you like to take us to Paris? Oh, what a seamless transition! I don't know who the fuck Pierre is. Uh, also, Juve. Drew, oh, I'm on Sunday scores. They drew Genoa. That's and who it does. It was a home match for Juve, too, which is just it's really surprising to see. Um, yes, moving on to um, League Ew. Nantes won. No way. Yeah, they wait, 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 wait. Did Miasga play, though? Um, that's a great question. Eric, you have you, you are the... You are the league uh, Dude, correspondent. I just don't care about this league, and I feel like you don't either. But this is this. You lost the bet. You gotta. You, I did lose the bet. Come well, on. Uh, <laughs> did if he, Miazga if he, did not score, but he also didn't start. <laughs> Sorry. Fuck. There's kind of a direct correlation. He also wasn't even on the match. Uh, do you think he, he was, was hurt? I think. He, or I mean, just resting from us. Resting, or maybe he picked up a knock and training, but he was not in the match day twenty three. Oh fuck. Yeah. So. Uh, PSG won. Yes. Yeah, PSG won. They like. I don't know. They had like four or five goals from different players. Uh, Mbappe scored. Neymar was not one of the goal scorers. He's just falling lower and lower in his son's eyes. Was, well, at, I, what, at what point does Neymar's son look at Neymar and say, I am now the alpha of the well, relationship? I'm, I'm thinking he was probably a little bit... His back was probably really sore from getting that tattoo. Oh. That's a good point. Hmm. That's a good point. Well, I think that's time to leave the domestic Europeans League behind and talk about the Champions League. We had started there with Bayern Munich, and uh, they're on a roll. They yeah, won again against AEK Athens. Good, so. good week for Bayern. Um, yeah, softer opponent. Yeah, definitely a soft opponent, no doubt. I but th- they're gonna they're gonna advance. They'll be fine. They're gonna be fine. Yeah, uh, dude, Ed Jeco. It's important to note we didn't cover this during Hawkeye of the Week, but Ed Jeco gets an honorable mention for Hawkeye. Yeah, so he's been one Hawkeye of the Week and two honorable mentions. So and we've far. had this this segment for three weeks. Yeah, Ed Jeco. Tearing up the score sheet, looking good doing it. Yeah, he Roma wins that won their game. He has another brace. I mean, just yeah. 
All right. Tough, tough week for, for Man United. Tough week for Man U. Uh, third consecutive game where we play like donkey shit in the first half, and we are significantly better in the second half. Uh, I don't know. Dybala just scores in the Champions League. That's what he does. That's what he does. So they go 1-0 up pretty early. Pogba hits a beauty against the post. He's like two inches away from that going in, but a lot of criticism for Man U. Oh, we can't hang with Europe, Europe's elite. We've fallen so far. Like, we lost 1-0 to Juventus, like... That's not bad. Uh, yeah. We're two inches away from tying that game. And people are like, oh, the worst one was like, if it weren't for De Gea, man, you would have lost 5-0. That is literally every single game. Like, like, that's like, like, wake the fuck up. That is literally week in, week out. That's like saying, oh, if this team didn't have their best player, they wouldn't do as well as they did. Like, no, no shit. No fucking shit. So it's just, I am honestly... If, if the Patriots didn't have Tom Brady, they wouldn't have as many Super Bowls. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Oh, man. Oh. Yeah, you set me up for something so mean, but, like, I didn't say it because I love you, but, man, you teed it up. Now I have to know. If you can't hold it against me because I didn't say it instantly. Ah, uh, then don't tell me. Wow. Because okay. I'll hold it against you if I don't like it. <laughs> you wouldn't like it. All right, uh, City had a 3 nothing victory over Shakhtar Donetsk. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, this is a breaking news. Real Madrid have won a game. Real Madrid scored two goals in a game. Yeah, but one of them was really a... Was your hot guy of the week? Yeah, it was Marcelo, yeah. 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 Yeah, so but like, Marcelo scored the goal. Yeah, but I mean... No, ben- that doesn't count for Real Madrid. I think Marcelo gets his own definite <laughs> uh, goal tally fair. now. So Benzema got their first goal, and then uh, Marcelo with the uh, the game winner, which is a big reason why he made Hawkeye of the week. Fun fact about Kareem Benzema, fourth highest uh, scoring player in the Champions League of all time. Yeah, that's that's fascinating, but I think also when you think about it, he's just he's he's been in that competition for so long. Yeah, and he he performs. Yeah, maybe yeah. not so much last year, but he had some. He's, I mean, people forget he had some monstrous seasons a couple of years ago. Yeah, I like Kareem Benzema. Uh, you're just a fan. You're just a fan of good film. Well, yeah, he makes great porn. He's an Artur. Yes, I mean. Porn these days, is, it's just getting so gaudy. It's just all about the fucking and the sex. But, like, he really fleshes out his characters. and Yeah. He he really adds a person. And when John that. Terry is banging a single mom of three, you really appreciate the you plight of You think John Terry's banging, banging a single mom? No, no, that's true. That's yeah. true. Come on. He, like James Bond, he too likes his women married. It's <laughs> Maybe it's, John Terry just really wants to be James Bond. <laughs> Maybe John Terry is James Bond. Is that an attitude test? <laughs> Uh, so, uh, Tottenham PSV, crucial game for the fighting Pochettinos, and, um, what the fuck was Lloris thinking this game? Blunder Dude. and a red card? World Cup hangover, I'm telling you. So, this was a 2-2 draw for Tottenham PSV. Uh, Eric's World Cup, uh, young, young boy to watch. Irving Lozano. Lozano forced a turnover and had a pretty comical-looking accidental chip of Loris, who just didn't go for the ball. <laughs> yeah, he like, just... It was, it was a shot that was deflected by, I, think, I don't know, was it Vertonghen, Vermeulen, I don't know, whichever one of them is still at the Tottenham. One of those Belgian guys. Whichever, from whichever one's not at Barcelona. Um, and it was like an accidental chip that Loris just didn't go for and went right over his head and into the net. Yep. But great hustle play by Irving. Oh, totally agree. Uh... You know, it's a good thing it's Halloween because Spooky Tottenham is out. I mean, talk, talk about putting up the gravestones on them. They have yeah. one point in three games. Yeah. 
and they are eight points back from the first place team. And post post game, Posh said Tottenham does not deserve to be in the Champions League. And I couldn't have said it any better than that. Completely right. Uh, oh, prediction! I don't think Manu's getting out of the group for the Champions League either. <laughs> you think? Because we're gonna lose to Juventus. Valencia will beat Young Boys. Oh, you guys then, draw Young Boys. Then we'll lose. Then no, no, no. Then we'll draw Young Boys. The entire second place will depend on you on Manu and Valencia. And it'll be so bad. It'll be it'll be up. a really bad first half, and it'll be a good second half, but not good enough. Yeah. Yep. Uh, okay, I I'm saying it. The hottest team in Europe right now is Borussia Dortmund. I mean, I need to look at all the headshots of their guy. Oh, what? Oh, yeah. The team playing the best right now. In, oh, in please! Europe. I know, I know. You fucking crank him to Marcus Royce all the time. He's not that hot. He's a pretty aesthetic dude. Like he's not. He's like I don't know. He's not that hot. He's not that hot. He's just like they're hotter guys. He's just a great story. Like I, just, I, I, I cheer for Marco Royce. Uh, but the team is playing really fucking well. Holy shit! So they fall up that four nil shit pump in the uh, the Bundesliga with a four nil. Shit pump of Atletico. Yeah. Of and, de- of awesome defense Atletico. Ooh. Of Jan Oblak who's had who's uh, had more clean sheets in La Liga than he's had goals than he's had goals allowed. Damn. Yeah. Damn. Um, but they let up four nothing. They they lost four nothing. Yeah, so Dortmund's Dortmund. on a tear. Dortmund's so hot right now. Yeah, those are still probably the two teams that go through. Yeah. I mean, uh, I think with three games left, Dortmund need I think two points to guarantee that they at least, at least be second place. There you go. Uh, it helps when third and fourth place both only have one point. <laughs> I was really looking forward to this Barcelona Inter game, especially with Barca being without Messi, but Barcelona just were annoying and they won. Yeah, that uh, that Artur kid had yeah. a really solid show in midfield. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think Inter have kind of shown if you can limit or, or just put a you know a handle on Acardi, you really, really uh, limit uh, you know Inter's chances at scoring. Also, it doesn't help that that Inter did play their you know biggest rival. Oh yeah, the four days before. Oh dude, you know that like after that game, everyone's going out to the bars in Milan. Like Acardi's buying shots for everyone at the bars. They're getting fucked yeah. up. So that. That, they, they, that, that that's was a, a really unfortunate um, draw for them. But the other way to think about it is, you know, their toughest, you know, at least at least they're not going to have to worry about a hangover when they have to go play a team that they really need to beat, you know? Yeah. Because they, they're still going to advance yeah. from the group without winning this game. Now, the game I actually just look forward to most, PSG, one of the best players in the world, Kylian Mbappe. Mbappe. Versus and the, another really good player in Edison Cavani. Yes. A solid player in Di Maria, too. Gianluigi uh, Buffon. And I uh, can't forget uh, Thiago Silva. Yeah. And heck, we'll throw even Danny Alves a bone. Why not? Uh, we'll throw him. Okay, we'll just throw He's him. a little past his prime. Yeah, he's quite a bit past his prime. I mean, but dude, he's, he's making he's, headlines for showering with dudes now. I mean, their, I could do that. He's their second best Brazilian behind Thiago Silva. How many Brazilians do they have? I don't know, but I know they I don't know why I whispered I know they have two. <laughs> Fair. Uh, they might have a third, but I can't so remember. So, I mean, I said best coach will always beat the better players. I was right, for the most part. Game plan worked. Napoli up 2-1, and then Di Maria in the 93rd. Yeah. Wow. I mean, this guy has been good everywhere he's played except for that one place he played. One club. One club. Yeah. It's just like uh, Rybal Falcao has been been really good at every place he's played except for one club. Uh, Memphis Depay has been really good at every everywhere place he's played except, except one, one club. club. Alexi Sanchez has been really good at everywhere he's played. Except for one club. Except for one club. Yeah. God. Fascinating. 
Um, and everyone but Falcao wore the same jersey number. That that is actually really interesting. Um, Carson the number seven. I think so. Liverpool just beat the living piss out of uh, Red Star Belgrade. Yeah, Red Red Star Putin. Belgrade Putin. Belgrade Putin, whatever you want to call it. Putin Putin. <laughs> Red Putin Putin. <laughs> yeah, uh, they beat them 4-0, and like, now we have to anoint Liverpool as like the already Champions League winners. It's just, it's disgusting. Yeah. Everyone wants Liverpool, just, it's disgusting. But I'm happy, Mo Salah did score two goals. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't I like, like him. I like Mo. Also, but I don't hate him. Also, uh, Jordan Shakiri had a, had a good performance. Yeah. And I'm a big Jordan Shakiri fan. I know. Man's a unit. Oh. Yeah. Um, all right. I wish we'd done Hot Guy of the Week during, uh, World the Cup. World Cup. Although we kind of did. Well, we did Hot 11 of the Week. He made the Hot 11 of the yeah. Week. Or, or the, the Hot 11 of the, the World Cup. Yeah. Um, all right. It's mail time. That's just the worst thing to do. I'm just really glad that we got, do you think that's why we haven't been getting as much mail lately? Yes. Everyone hates that. That's everyone's least favorite part of the show. That's fair. It's definitely my least favorite part of the show. <laughs> my least favorite part of the show is when we say goodbye. Your least favorite part of the show is when we talk about anything that's not Syria. <laughs> I Unless love it's when we talk about hot dudes, okay? All right. Um, so we have to big shout out to our boy Pahino. Uh, he really stepped up big when I, I, I requested some fact checking. And uh, I think it's time to anoint Pahino as resident fact checker of, of Ungo Pod. All right. If anybody else wants to step up to that and challenge his, his claim to that mantle. Yeah. Please fact check us. Yeah. Hey, it's it, we're, but, we're we we okay. have journalistic integrity. Sure. Okay. I'll agree with that. Uh, hey, do you think I can use that for my vice president thing? <laughs> um, so last week, as you know, uh, in between our talks about buying and selling virginities. We all, I also mentioned the study that Alistair Smith told me about in practice when I was like a sophomore and he was like a junior about like how like these soccer players had sex at halftime and had a much better performance in the second half than they did compared to the first half. Uh, Eric challenged the veracity of this study. I was just curious as to who. No, who, no, who you had, were just like, hey, who's they? Who's they? You were who, just, yeah, I want to know who was behind, who did the study. So. Pino fact checked it. What did Pino say? All right, let me put my, my glasses. You will, you will be like kind of his proxy here as I defend my name <laughs> and my family honor, my family's honor. On the fact check regarding the sex study done, I did research to see what effect, if any, sex had in performance. While I could not find the study that Mr. Maz suggests, the Journal of Sexual Medicine. Okay, who started that? Kareem Benzema, Sergio <laughs> Ramos, or John Terry? <laughs> like that's a. Like, is that fucking real? No, that was that that's before their time. Um, I'm thinking I'm thinking Brazilian Ronaldo. Ooh. Brazilian Ronaldo is founder of the Journal of Sexual Medicine. Uh, has found that sex does not implicate Are you Okay. Implicate the performance of an athlete in either a positive or negative way. Was implicate used correctly? I don't there? think he used that correctly there. I don't think sex does not impact the performance of an athlete in a positive or negative way. However, a peer review study found in the frontiers in... Uh, Does peer review mean that they're all, they're all fucking each other? <laughs> oh, 100%. Uh, so a peer review study found in the frontiers of a physiology journal found that sex within two hours of completion... Of, of competition... 
Sorry, I got sex. I got sex on the mind. Within two hours of competition, and did you see your girlfriend recently? Can have a negative, can have a negative effect, stating that it can make athletes sleepy or possibly hamstring cramps in males. Okay, I'd like to call sexism on that because he's assuming the guy's doing all the work. If the guy's just laying there, he's not gonna get fucking cramps. That's bullshit. You don't know my life. No, I'm saying about the study. I know, but you know, <laughs> never. <mind. laughs> Okay, I know, Eric, you like to just spread there with your, with like a fucking starfish and just never move, but... That's the only way that it works. Buddy. Right? We'll talk later. <laughs> I, uh, I have to have one of these talks with them every week. In full disclosure, I do not know anything about these journals, so I consulted some professionals. Here are the responses. I am making them anonymous to preserve their identity. Preserve their identity? I think you want to protect their identity. Like, their identity is not going anywhere just by announcing <laughs> who they are. A... A medical scholar studying medicine. Thank you for letting us know what medical scholars scholars study, Preston. This is awkward. I don't want to talk about it. B. Do you think he just was like, hey, you think sex increases athletic performance? Yes. Like, is he just like, like he's just hitting in DMs left yes. and right like this? It's B. Incredible. Current neuro ICU nurse working in one of the busiest hospitals in the country. I am working. Don't call me right now. Oh, Jesus. Damn. C, professional that has the most impact on my life. What client is this for? I really hope he didn't ask his boss. <laughs> um, may I respond? His response, his final summary was, so as you can see, it can go either way. All right. So everyone knows at the Olympics, they give out a shit ton of condoms, right? Mm-hmm. And there, you always hear stories about how the Olympic act- Village is a giant fuck fest and not in the way that a team wins seven by seven goals. Right. So my first point I want to bring up in general is these Olympic athletes who have trained it their whole lives to uh, win a gold medal, like literally training four years for this one chance, aren't going to throw it away for a casual fuck. No. So it, it can't be negative. I think there's an impl- there's implication that it can't be negative. Okay, here's can I, I circumstantial can, evidence at the least. Let me address your implication. I think what they're what they're saying is it could be negative right before you compete. I don't think Phelps is going and fucking somebody, you know, an hour before his his, his heats. I think they're either fucking well in advance. Bullshit. Or right he would after. be lighter. He'd have less swimmers. Actually, no, that would hurt. He him. wants he'd to have swim less, better. He'd have less yeah. swimmers. Negative implication. So all I'm saying is you you make a compelling argument, but I think I don't think these these. Olympic athletes are are getting their rocks off like right before they compete. That's fine. Better argument. This is from Stand in Health. I this agree. Is... My argument was a better argument. No, I just don't think mine's pretty good. Juan Carlos Medina, who is the general coordinator of the sports department at the Tecnologico de Monterrey in Mexico University, said sexual relations actually have benefits for athletes. It helps you feel relaxed and sexually mentally. You don't see who relaxed and sexually, mentally, and physically satisfied. Unless you don't perform well. This contributes to reduce the athlete's anxiety levels before an important match. The Netherlands national soccer wait, team. Wait, wait, I... bop, 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 bop. You've had your time, sir. You've had your time. You had, that was a response to your time. You're the proxy. I literally set out the parameters at the beginning. That's not on me. I don't, I, don't, I don't recognize your authority. The Netherlands national soccer team at the 1978 World Cup in Argentina is an example of this. Some of those players were accompanied by their wives... Because the manager did something weird by letting their wives stay in the hotel rooms, and they won second place. So they didn't win first. I don't say this is... Yeah, the Argentines cheated and won first. Like, what are you supposed to do against that? Isn't that when they were uh, drugging people's waters? Yes! Yeah. (laughs) I don't say this is a determinant factor, but it brings support. That's fair. 
But so I, I think there are some evidences to this. Also, it, let me also say I don't. I, I I doubt those men and their wives were having sex two hours before the game. Okay, so you're anti-sex. Okay, got it. Yeah. You don't like sex. Yeah, no. That's I mean, that's what I'm getting at. No, 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 no. I, you don't like sex. No, I'm okay. okay. We all agree. Eric doesn't like I'm sex. I'm okay with the, with the way the Netherlands team did it because they had sex with their wives. Okay, they could have been fucking each I'm, other in the I'm locker joking. room. I'm completely joking. Um, yeah, you want you want you want to have sex with anybody you want? Go ahead. Unless you're John Terry, stay away from wives. Or don't. <laughs> okay. That's really up to you. Okay, Bond. <laughs> really up to you and the wives, I guess. I still think that this issue is totally up in the air. And I think I've had ample evidence. I've supported it with credible sources that you can have sex before athletic performance and it can have positive benefits. It can also have negative benefits. Yeah, but like... Drinking water can have negative benefits if you, you could fucking dr- you could drown. Or if it's poisoned water that's gonna that's got poop in it. Yeah. How long is the poop water happening in Austin for? I I have they like even given a timetable? Well, there were some like like tweets and stuff saying up to two weeks, and the mayor was like, I don't know where anybody said that. It's gonna be a couple of days. But I haven't seen anything lately, so Yeah. Yeah. Well, well that's 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 our show. Yeah, that's another episode of Own Goal Podcast. Remember we're available. We got a new review on uh, yeah, last Friday. We, did. we don't. I don't know who from who. It's from like like the, the username was like cow two one one or something. Yeah, but like cow two one one or whatever. Thank you for that review. That was nice. And uh, yeah, we just want to remind y'all to please rate and subscribe to the podcast uh, on op- Apple Podcast. You can follow us at Twitter at Own Goal Pod, and also check out our Twitters for our hot guys of the week tonight. And. Uh, yeah. Please email us for mailbag. And 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 we say this every now and then. Share the poll with somebody you know, somebody that's interested in soccer. Maybe they're soccer curious. You know, pass pass the love. Oh yeah, and uh, vote for Donnie for uh, U.S. Soccer Vice President. Also, just go vote. All right, bye. I hate when this pod is uh, politicized for Eric's agenda. I just said vote.